Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hello, hello. Hey, girlfriend, how is your Monday going? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's mom code for it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just I feel like, you. It's like, well, you know, it's weird because I woke up this morning and it totally did not feel like a Monday. So yeah. I've been a space cadet all day as far as what day it is. Mm, that's um, not a good way to start the week. I know. It just felt really off today. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but how, how about you? Um, it's good. It's getting really busy, um, mm-hmm. business wise, which is such a huge blessing. Yeah. Um, just, you know, trying to, trying to juggle all that. And now that the girls are officially done with school for the summer, um, I'm kind of, I kind of give them like the first week of just laying around, do whatever, no structure. Um, but then after that, I kind of, I'm like, okay, you need to get outside. You need to go do this, you know? Yeah. You, you need to do something. Cause right now we've started letting them play that Roblox. Oh yeah. They, they play that with their cousins mm-hmm. um, and they will do that all day if we let them. Oh yeah. So my boys gonna, are the same. Yeah. So we're going to be cracking down on that here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, otherwise it's, it's good. So, um, I, I'm curious if you get this question a lot in your practice, because I know we've got it a couple times on our page and stuff. What do you do? How do you weight and or strength train if you don't have any equipment or you've just got a couple things here and there? Do, do you get asked that? Oh Yeah. Like they'll ask for, you know, workout ideas or programs, um, all the time. And I think people just overthink it because there's actually so much you can do without, and actually I don't, so with my home gym where I train my clients, we don't have, I mean, yes, I have equipment, but we don't have a lot of big heavy equipment. I don't have a bunch of machines or because I've learned to get creative over the years with the stuff I have. Right. Um, and you can do so much with your body weight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's just really come into light lately because, you know, the, gym, yeah. the gyms are closed and all that. So it's a logical thing. Um, but I wanted to kind of educate people a little bit, too, because I feel like people think, oh, I don't have access to a gym. I can't work out. Or, oh, I don't have any equipment. I can't work out. And honestly, that really couldn't be further from the truth. Right. Um, of course, if you do have a variety of equipment, that's great. That means there's more things you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't let that stop you. So over the course of these past couple months, when people have reached out to me, they're, that either my in-person clients that have transitioned to virtual or just new people, they're like, yeah, but I only have bands and I have one of those like um you know those big balls that you sit on and I have like a random 10 pound dumbbell I can't tell you how many people I've come across that have one dumbbell 
which is so bizarre to me. I'm like, what? No, that's funny. I have two. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? It's like shoes. You you don't buy just one. Buy two. I don't understand. But anyway, you could do a lot even with just one dumbbell, which is the cool thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, well, what happened to the other one? Or did you just buy one? I don't understand. <laughs> I know. And a lot of them are like, oh, I don't know. We lost it. I'm like, how do you? How do you lose a dumbbell? dumbbell. (laughs) Because, like, I'm I'm thinking, you know, of my garage gym, and I've got dumbbells from two pounds to a hundred pounds. And so, even like the little two pound ones, I'm like, how do you, how do you lose a dumbbell? Like, where does it go? Not an easy thing to do. No, I don't. I don't understand. But anyway, uh, so even if you are one of those, it's like, yep, that's me. I've got one dumbbell. That's cool. There's still a lot you can do with it. You just have to get creative, like Mel said. So let's say you do have a set of bands and the bands that I'm referring to in this particular instance are the kind with, um, it's a long single rubber tube with handles on the end. Mm-hmm. There's a ton you can do with those things. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, Pinterest is a really great option. Google obviously too, but I wanted to kind of just go through some of these today to kind of spark some ideas. And this may actually be something that I do in the live video that we've got coming up on our Facebook page this week or next, Mm -hmm. maybe just to show some of these alternatives. I think, what do you think about that? Oh yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Because I know sometimes, you know, we can talk about things and it's like, okay, she's talking about it, but I have no idea what she's actually saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't picture it. So you know, bands are great for all fitness levels. And I've heard a lot of people too, give me the same thing. Well, it's not enough resistance. It's not strong enough for me to do anything. You don't, there's a common misconception that you have to have heavy weight to make an exercise effective. And that, and I know, you know, that in Pilates again, Mm -hmm. couldn't be further from the truth. Right. Um, so there's, so much you can do with your tension and the tempo of the exercise that you're doing. And that simply means imagine a bicep curl, right? Everybody's familiar with a biceps curl. You hold dumbbells or bands and you're just curling your arms up to your shoulder, your, your Mm -hmm. hands up to your shoulders, right? Let's say you only have a pair of five pound dumbbells. That's pretty easy for most people to, to knock out a set, you know, three sets of 10, right? So how do you get more bang from your buck from that? Well, that's where you come in with playing with your tension and that tempo. Mm -hmm. So the tension is the squeeze, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's the force you're applying. So let's say you've curled all the way up. You've got your hands up by your shoulders and you are literally squeezing the crap out of your biceps. That's your tension. And your tempo is the speed in which you're lifting and lowering the weight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and I, this, this is something that'll definitely be better done in a live, but oh yeah, for sure. Um, slowing that tempo down instead of just burning through your set, burning through your sets, not doing you any favors, by the way. No, anyway. no it's not. Um, so slowing that down, focusing on nice, slow controlled movements with a lot of tension. Mm-hmm you'd be surprised what you can do with five pounds. Oh, for sure. Um, it's funny that you say that because, um, so my fit camp classes, which this morning we did a bicep curl and I only had my six pound weights. Now when I do a bicep curl, I usually do like closer to 10 pounds, mm-hmm. but we did a three to one tempo. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll change it and be like three to two or 
second. But this morning we did three to one where it was mm-hmm. up or one to three. Where you go up one, down two, three. And by just taking that, you know, those three um, se- that, that three seconds down, yep. it really made a difference. It was almost like I had 10 pound weights. Yeah. So, so changing that tempo in the eccentric or the, the, the negative, mm-hmm. right. Um, that's, that's what Mel's talking about when she's saying she curls up for one and then down for three. It's just slowing that down and creating that time under tension on your muscles. So when you're like working against gravity, right, right. Is when you've got that eccentric face. So, right. Which I called the harder part. I mean, really they're neither one of them is easy if you're doing it right. But mm-hmm. to me, working against gravity with weight is harder in most cases. Yeah, because, you know, if you think you're curling up, okay, that's fine. And it's super easy just to not have control and almost let it just fall back down. Mm -hmm. And we want to focus on the control in the full range of motion. So go ahead. I think that's important to to focus on in any form of exercise you do is the control. If there's nothing else that you can focus on, um, definitely control. Right. So control, it, that is one of the biggest things when you're exercising that you need to focus on. That is going to make the di- biggest difference because if you're just going through the motions, you're not really getting the full benefit of the exercise. You're just going through the motions. But right. if you take the control, like in Pilates, that is one of the main six principles, control. And it's for a reason because, like, if you're just swinging your leg up in the air, like, just say you're doing kicks and you're not strategically trying to, like, get your leg up in the air. You're just kicking it up in the air and letting it fall down. You're not training your leg to do anything. It's just like a fish out of water kind of a thing. Right. <laughs> but if you take the time and control and you can't, you can't get your leg to go where you want it to go. Right. It's just yeah. going to flop around. So, but yeah. if you take the time to actually think about it, slow your motion and strategically place your leg where it needs to be through control, then you're going to be able to strengthen and be more accurate with your kicks. Right. And, and I have the same, I'll have clients that try to rush through exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, so two things. One, if you can fly through an exercise, depending on what it is, that means you need to go heavier on your weight. Yeah. Um, and two, you likely don't have the control that you need, right? You should right. be taking your time with it. Um, for, form and control over everything. And I will slow your butt down and make you start over every single time. Yes, I'm the same way. Um, I'm like, you act. You need to take your time. I, it's because you, you want to rush. You just want it to be done. I get it. Right. You yeah, want to rush it. through it. But you're not, you're basically, I don't want to say wasting your time, but essentially you're not well, getting the full benefit of the exercise. Right. So you're right. just going through the motion. You might as well not really be doing anything. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, go for a walk then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it, yeah. That, you can ask my clients. They're probably like, yeah, she's right. I'm always like, slow down. Yeah, I do that a lot too. I'm like, you can't, you can't just 
goes through the motions, you can't rush through your workout. Mm-mm. I said, we're going to end mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. So right. you don't have to worry about rushing because we're still going to end at the same time. But I would rather you do five slow, really good ones than 20 quick, you know, half ass. Right. Ones. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Um, the other thing that's, that's important too, is especially if you're an avid gym goer or you're used to lifting heavier or doing, you know, more intense things is let's say you're traveling and you just don't have access to a normal facility that you're used to. This is where you might take the time and focus on practicing the movements. Absolutely. Perfecting your squat, perfecting your lunge, working on your pushups, um, you know, working on your form with your bench press or, or certain core moves, you know, things like that. Uh, there is a ton of value in perfecting your form. Um, I don't think that you can ever get it perfectly perfect either. I think mm-hmm. there's always room for improvement. Um, and so some days, you know, when you don't either have access to the equipment or you're just not feeling it, Maybe just go out there and literally practice, look at it as practice Mm -hmm. for what you're working on. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because today I had a client who she has trouble doing squats the right way. Um, And, you know, she, she has really tight um, hip flexors from sitting down a lot. Mm-hmm. She have she has really weak glutes. Her knees fall inward. She has a tight mm-hmm. IT band. So we worked on her form. Mm-hmm. I took a chair, of like a black folding chair. I put it behind her, mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, I want you to widen your legs to line up your feet with basically the feet of the chair, mm-hmm. and I want you to sit back." like you're sitting in the chair, but you don't actually sit. Your butt touches the chair and you come back up. Right. And this is how we do a squat. And we did it over and over again. And basically that's what her part of her workout consisted of was her doing squats, sitting in a chair, Mm -hmm. but you know, so it's a great way to practice your form and you can do it in front of a mirror if possible. But I mean, that's, you use, and everybody has a chair. Yes. I mean, you can, you, even if you're in a hotel room, you have right. a chair. Right. There's a chair or a bench yeah. or something. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. So it's a great, it's a, a great prop to use um, that you already have. Right. Yep. Um, the other, let's say you have a variety of dumbbells. Um then I would say there's so much you can do with that. Like we could talk forever about it, right? Designing routine around that. Um, What I tell most people though, if they've got limited, decent equipment, they're short on time is to stick with your compound lifts Mm -hmm. and your compound lifts are the ones that involve more than one muscle group. Mm -hmm. So like a biceps curl is an isolation movement. That's just Mm -hmm. for your biceps, right? Mm -hmm. So compound lifts, we want to look at your squat, your deadlift, if you know how to do that, Mm -hmm. um, overhead press, Mm -hmm. uh, bench press, and maybe a row, 
of some mm-hmm. sort, right? If you don't know how to deadlift, maybe a row or pull up type thing. Um, so that's, that's what I recommend with limited decent equipment. You're going to get mm-hmm. the most bang for your buck. Um, and it's really honestly the way I feel that everybody should be training a couple times a week anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I don't really feel like isolation movements. So many people, you know, they think, oh, I've got, you know, a pair of five pound dumbbells and I do arms. I hear that so many, so often. <laughs> I do arms every day. Why? Why? Why are you doing isolation <laughs> movement every day? It's because that's all they know. So yeah. I get it. You know, they're pulling a graphic from Pinterest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those it's, challenges. Or right. Like, one of those yeah. challenges. Um, and I mean, that's great. It's, I'm so thrilled that you're doing something. I truly am, but make the most of your time. Right. Um, I, I don't do a ton of isolation work unless I'm really focusing on, you know, trying to, for me, trying to bring my shoulders back out or trying to, to trying to bring mm-hmm. my biceps up a little bit, then I'll really focus on isolation. Otherwise, if you see me training, I'm usually doing total body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like if you have, if you have deviations or corrections that you need to be made, um, then yes, but that's really something that you should be doing with a professional, not Mm -hmm. necessarily something on your own, because even me, like being a professional, I still sometimes will have to train when I'm working on certain issues because you don't always see them. And you can't always correct them on your own. Right. Um, and I use isolation more for imbalances. Mm-hmm. Like do we you do, do. Go ahead. You do a lot of unilateral work for that. Mm-hmm. Um, with my clients, with myself, um, you know, I've done it a lot in the past. But again, it's more for, um, you know, imbalances in the body that I can see like, well, I still believe that you should focus on total body and it depends on the client too. how many times a day or how many times a week they're training, what their goals are. Um, you know, if you're only able to work out with them one day a week, you can't really do isolation because you're missing out on so many body parts. Um, but at the same time, you, on those clients, I have them focus more on stretching when they're on, because a lot of imbalances come from tightness and mm-hmm. overuse of certain areas and underuse of others. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to give them a workout program to do at home if they've got serious um, postural deviation or any kind of issues that can possibly injure them. If because mm-hmm. they they need that extra um, those extra set of eyes, they need that professional um, feedback. Yeah. So instead we focus on things they can do at home, like stretching, which is something everybody should be doing every day. Yes. Yes. But, um, and some, we actually, I actually force, not force, sounds so harsh. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually recommend to my clients, you need to be doing at least five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening. Seriously, you get out of bed. You don't even have to get out of bed for some of your stretches, but you do your stretches before you get up and do anything else. And last thing before you go to bed, you do your stretches. You'll sleep so much better. You'll feel so much better. And I mean, the issues that you're having will slowly dissipate. That's great advice. I love that you went there. 
so, well, so thank true. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple other things that you can use are paper plates. Uh, oh, I haven't tried that one. Oh, for like foot, like for um, the discs. Yeah. In okay. place of the discs. Yeah. I'll have to try to, I think I have some paper plates. I should be able to, I have discs though too. Um, yeah. I'll have to show that in the live. Um, and then you can also use a towel. So earlier we talked mm-hmm. about creating that tension. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're really a beginner and you don't have any equipment or you're just a straight up beginner, you're looking somewhere to start a towel, believe it or not, is a great way to create tension in your upper body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I'll definitely show in the live too. Um, you know, you can kind of treat that like a, like a band pull apart, mm-hmm. um, just creating that tension in the back, you know, maybe in the shoulders and the chest, depending on how, to, how you're utilizing that. Um, I think it's important though, if you are training at home, if, if that's your only way to train and you have limited equipment, I'm going to be so bold as to say, find a trainer to write a plan for you based on the equipment that you do have Mm -hmm. rather than grabbing stuff off Pinterest and, you know, just doing random stuff. Why not invest a little bit? I'm sure I I know this is something I do for people and I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at least give them an outline or the framework. So you know what to do with what you have. Right. But I think it's also important to note that you need to make sure that trainer does an assessment on you, knows your needs, yes. knows your weaknesses, knows your strengths yep. and gives your, not some generic plan that they've given, you know, you know, Sally and Tom, it has to be specific to your needs. So they need to be doing like a squat assessment. They need Mm -hmm. to be doing like, you know, a push up or ab crunch assessment, like just to see what your capabilities Mm -hmm. are and not just be like, Oh, okay. Well, you want me to write a workout plan for you? Well, here, let me slap something together. Here you go. And, and I'm so glad you said that because that's something that I will not do. I will not Mm -hmm. write a plan for someone I have not assessed. Mm-hmm. period it's just it's not I could and I could actually make a lot more money oh for um, sure but that's not doing that person any favors and I like to sleep at night so but they might as well just join like you know the beach body membership yep. and do the workouts if yep. it, to be honest and it's not to be harsh but if you're gonna go seek out a professional and they're gonna write you some kind of generic program mm-hmm. you're better off in a lot of cases, just doing some, and I don't advocate for those like workout video programs because right. some of them are They're pretty horribly rich. ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you're going to save money by doing that. Mm-hmm. If you're just going to go to a trainer that an, know, inst- an Insta f- yeah. trainer that's mm-hmm. yeah. Now there's some, don't get me wrong. There are some, um, online programs that are decent yes yes you're right um so you just have to do your homework and figure out like if you're doing all kinds of like plyometric exercises and like I mean just tons of cardio and not really any strength training um all the time you probably need to do some more research and Mm -hmm. find because you could be in good shape, but try to do like, 
you know, one plyometric exercise after the other, and you can end up hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you had an imbalance that you didn't realize you had. Yep. And because of that imbalance, it's throwing other things off, and then you end up with low back pain, or you twist your ankle, or mm-hmm. you know, a number of things could happen. So it's really, really important that you make sure whatever route you go that it's appropriate to your needs and your abilities. And I feel like I wish insurance would cover this. I know. I I feel like every single person needs to go through a physical assessment Mm -hmm. by a capable certified trainer. Um, And not just the jokes that are at some of these gyms that have like a weekend certification. Don't get me started on them. Um, Because. I see so many people doing exercises that are simply not appropriate for them. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that you said that because TJ and I legit like had a conversation about that today and how I feel like there is a need for that in the healthcare system. Like there Mm -hmm. needs to be, and same with nutrition, like Mm -hmm. there needs to be some level of evaluation or guidance Mm-hmm. I mean, I've talked to you about it going, you know, yeah. there being nutrition in the schools mm-hmm. um, and there's a need for that. But just as much as there is a need for nutrition, there is the physical aspect too. And I mean, I feel like that's something that insurance should cover. Mm-hmm. Look at wellness visits. What does it do? It's prevention. It's right. for prevention. For Well, why aren't we doing that? you know, all around. Why aren't we doing that for nutrition and for fitness? Yep. Um, so it would, cause I'm sure you get a lot of clients like this too. I'll have new people come in and I'm doing their assessment. And of course I'm doing a squat assessment and, um, I have them go through, you know, several reps so I can walk around and look at them from all angles and, you know, taking their, their backstory. Oh yeah. They're used to working out. They've done boot camps, They've done this or that. And they start squatting and I'm like, Oh dear God, please stop. Um, <laughs> right. Cause their knees are caving in or, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, they have the um, excessive forward lean going on and they have mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. That's just how they squat. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't know what you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's why it's all the more reason if you're serious at looking to really start, you know, to, taking your health seriously and working out, make sure you're addressing those imbalances and working the way that is best suited for your body at this point in time. Yeah. But you know, there is a flip side to it because, you know, at least those people are trying to be active. Yes. Which I think is great, but you have to be careful that you're not injuring yourself in the process and preventing yourself from, you know, doing further workouts. And that's another reason why, and this is something you can totally do with pretty much no equipment. Core exercises are, I mean, you know me, I'm like the core queen. Like I, Mm -hmm. I, I'm all about the core because all your movement stems from your core. Everything you do stems from your core. And it's so important. If that's weak, you are not going to be, you're going to have imbalances all over the place. Right. And I've seen so many people, even athletes, 
Mm-hmm. I'm shocked at how many athletes have weak cores and end up with injury after injury or, you know, some kind of postural deviation or imbalance. And like core exercises like um, planks, bridges, mountain climbers, um, Russian twists, Superman, like those are all things that require no equipment. Right. I mean, some of them you can tweak to where you can add like a weight, like a dumbbell weight or something. You legit need no equipment to get a really good workout. And, I mean, you are strengthening one of the most important areas in your body. Yep. Amen to that. So it's it, – but I feel like that's where a lot of people need the help, and that's the last place they go. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it should be the first place we go. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would say probably – maybe about eight, no, seven out of 10 clients. That's where we start. Like that we, that's where we focus on for the first couple of weeks is just core. I mean, we might add a couple things here and there because they have so many imbalances. And if you don't fix or get that core, that strong foundation, um, you're not going to be able to execute those other exercises properly. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. So yeah. it's just really important. And, you know, honestly, core exercises, they're not hard to figure out if it's something you have to do on your own. Yes, you still have to watch form. And maybe you can have somebody watch it for you, you know, like a plank. Okay, mm-hmm. depending on if you're doing a full arm or a forearm, you want to make sure that if you're doing like a full arm, shoulders over your wrist, you know, you have a nice straight mm-hmm. diagonal line from your head down to your tailbone. Right. Um, legs are about hip width apart. So that's something that you can have a loved one kind of like, or you could look in a mirror and kind of check yourself out because planks are, if you don't have a way to check yourself out or you don't have somebody to watch, it's something easy to do incorrectly and not realize it. Yep. You could be sticking your butt up in the air and not realize it. Yep. Um, but they're like bridges. Those are pretty easy to do on mm-hmm. your own. For sure. Um, you just have to know foot placement. Okay. Put your weight in your heels, legs hip width apart, you know, mm-hmm. knees over uh, feet kind of thing. Right. Um, and then you just, so some of these are like you could do on your own with the guidance of a trainer, like right. just basically walking you through, okay, this is the exercise. This is how you execute it with proper form. Mm-hmm. So it's something, something pretty simple. Yep. And I, I like that you said simple too, because I think we tend to overcomplicate things. Absolutely. And, you know, we see a lot of these Instagram fit fluencer people doing all these kind of like crazy, you know, crazy workouts and doing all these weird movements and jumpy things and, you know, doing like a, a squat to a curl, to a press, to a, to a lateral raise, to a rear delt fly. And it's like, stop it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting all twisted. Right. Here's the deal. Stick with the basics. Uh The basics have not changed in the history of working Mm -hmm. out. And that's for good reason. And they work. I feel like when you do too many things, your form suffers, your yeah. ability suffers. Like you can't give it your full 
right. uh, strength. Right. Because you're doing too many things. Right. And, um, and don't get me wrong. I like to play around sometimes and I'll do that oh, on yeah. days where I just have kind of what I call play workouts where I'm just having fun experimenting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't recommend that for the average person either Mm-mm. because Mm-mm. most people, and I don't mean this in like a oh, look at me way whatsoever. Um, but most people don't have the mind muscle connection, nor mm-hmm. do they have the stability and control to be able to do those movements. Um, and, and like you said, if you slow down and just focus on, focus on just the squat, you'll be amazed at the progress you can make if you just simply slow down and put your focus in one area versus trying to do these fancy dancy things you found on Instagram. Right. I mean, a lot of people, and I take this for granted because I've been able to do it for so long. Like you said, that, that muscle body connection, mm-hmm. they, some people don't even, when you tell them to contract a muscle, Mm-mm. they have no idea how to do that. Nope. And so, I mean, me, like when I'm teaching my classes or I'm working with a client <laughs> and one of them laughed at me today, <laughs> she's like, I can't believe you told me to do that. I was like, okay, so we were doing squats. And I said, when you, when you come up, you need to squeeze your butt cheeks together. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell people, okay, I want you to imagine you've got a quarter in between your butt cheeks. You don't want to drop that quarter. But how many people actually put a quarter in between their butt cheeks? I don't want like, to know. Yeah. Like nobody does that. And so they don't know that feeling. So I referenced, okay, imagine you have to fart, but you don't want to let that fart out. Mm. So you got to keep it mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And that helped. And she's like, no, it works. And I'm like, I, I know that's so why I started using that versus the whole quarter thing. <laughs> yep. Because you have to think about things you do in life that are similar that people can relate to. Yep. And I feel like that's one of the things a good trainer does mm-hmm. is they make those workouts relatable to mm-hmm. people that are inexperienced with exercise or connecting with their body. Yep. Is, you have to be able to, I don't want to say it like I'm talking down, but you have to be able to get down to their level and their newness with exercise and help them to connect the dots. Right. Because we don't, we lose touch with that. Yeah. Um, I know I have a couple clients and, and their squat form is pretty good, mm-hmm. but it's not good enough because mm-hmm. they can't, they don't feel it where they should when they should. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm squatting, this took me years. Okay. I'm not saying I'm special or anything. This took me a long time to be able to activate my glutes in a squat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or make it totally quad focused mm-hmm. because I can literally change my focus mentally. Mm-hmm. And I have that connection and I want my clients to get that. And there's certain priming exercises and things that we'll do beforehand. So they, let's say they're not feeling a, a squat in their butt at all. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a problem. You should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's certain exercises we'll go through for that before they squat. And then they go squat and they're like, Oh my God, I feel it in my butt. I'm like, I know you're supposed to feel it in your butt all the time. <laughs> but, but the thing is they don't know that. Mm-hmm. Because these at-home programs and things like that, they don't ever address that kind of stuff. No, they don't. Um, and, and it's I just get mostly it. like get up and go kind right, of thing. Right, And it's like, yes, and the, the crappy part is you still can lose weight and get a pretty damn good-looking body 
doing things incorrectly. Yeah. But you end up possibly injuring yourself in the process right. or causing other issues down the road, like low back pain or yeah. knee pain or, you know, um, all kinds of issues mm-hmm. can stem from it. Yeah. I have a friend that she recently started doing spin classes or well, she's doing like the Peloton uh-huh. um, app mm-hmm. and she is experiencing a lot of knee pain. Mm. And I don't know if it's because of the certain rides or the alignment in her bike is off or, I mean, it's definitely from those classes, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And I, I have not used the Peloton app. I know you have. Um, for the cycling, I don't know if they actually walk you through how to set up your bike. They do what's the proper alignment for you, and then during certain exercises, like where you should be feeling it, what you, but like what muscles you're activating, body positioning during the exercise. I, do they do that? So they definitely teach you how to set your bike up appropriately for your, Mm -hmm. for your height. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, They teach you. Yeah. I would say in most of the classes, they're like, okay, you should be, you know, sitting back in your seat. You need to be rolling your shoulders back and down, opening that chest up, not gripping. Um, Make sure that your knees are tracking forward. They should not be falling in or pressing out. Um, you know, really put all the weight in, in your toes for this one or back off and you should really be digging your heels in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they are good in that regard, but they can't see what the person is actually doing. And sometimes we don't notice our own imbalances. Right. And when the whole, if they're saying push your toes forward, that right there, and again, I don't know what they're exactly doing, right. but... For somebody that has imbalances, that can cause severe um, pain in the knees right. or severe knee issues. Putting Because most exercises we do, like um, lower body exercises, like squats, lunges, um, where, where is most of your weight? In your heels. Right. Because if you put it in your front of your feet, you're going to put a lot of pressure on those knee joints. Right. And when I taught spin years ago, we avoided most ever. I actually, I can't even remember an instance where we pushed down with our foot. Now we would pull up mm. with like, we would never pull up with our toes, but we would pull up with the middle of our foot. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember ever pushing down with the toes. Cause I always try to avoid that because it does put a lot of pressure on the knee mm-hmm. joint. That makes sense. But again, I, I don't, I don't know what, what, what they were doing to need to push, you know, the toes down. I don't know. So. I don't pay that much attention when I spin. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not a good spinner. But, um, so it's just, again, you, you need to find a program that's appropriate for you. And there are trainers. I I mean, I have done it in the past. I haven't done it recently. But where someone has asked me to write a workout program for them while they were traveling. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I did my assessment and stuff and then I showed them the different things they could use. So, you know, just getting creative with stuff that I knew would be in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And most of it was body weight exercises, but honestly, nine times out of 10, I recommend more core based exercises because the core is one area of the body you could work out every day and not have any issues. Right. And just to be clear, I'll interject real quick. When when Mel's talking about core, she's not saying do crunches every day. No, 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 please don't just do crunches. (laughs) No, your core is basically from your pelvis up to about your breastbone. Um, and then the top of your back to your tailbone mm-hmm. is essentially what it is. So the whole midsection. So think of your body as a tree. Your core is the trunk. You've got your arms, which are the branches, and your legs are the roots. Mm-hmm. So if you were, if you're, your core is your trunk, and that core is weak or unstable it's not going to be able to support those branches properly mm-hmm. and it's not going to stay rooted the way it should. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can't stress enough how important it is because core, your core allows for control. It allows for precision. It helps with centering and breathing Again, these are all principles in Pilates, and that's why I'm such an advocate for it is because it does so many things for you, so many amazing things. It's a a rehabilitative type exercise technique, Mm -hmm. and it's something that, like yoga, it's something that you can take with you anywhere and requires almost no equipment. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could even do it, like, you could even do it without a mat. You've got a hotel room. I mean, I personally... On a hotel room floor, I will not work out directly on a hotel room yeah, floor. Yeah, lay, lay a towel down. That's nasty. Yeah, I'll put a towel down and and do that. But you know, worst comes to worst, if I ever needed to, I could do it without a towel. Yep. For I mean, you could go to the beach, you could go to the lake, and get your workout in. Yep. You know. Yep. So. Yep. And and when in doubt, go for a freaking walk. Right. Or if you have stairs Just... in your house, use those stairs. Go up and yeah. down them. Yeah, and if you got a wall, you could do a wall squat. <laughs> yep. You could do push-ups. You could do push-ups. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. You there's it's it's the possibilities are endless. Yeah. 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 Don't let don't let not having all the equipment that you would like to have stop you. Um, yeah, because you know, with the pandemic, I I would hear a lot. Oh well, I can't work out because everything's sold out. Like all these parts. I'm like, why can't you work out? You have a body, like, right? Yeah, I'm <laughs> like are. Unless you are physically incapable of doing any type of exercise, there are so many things that you could do. Right. You just have to get a little creative. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people struggle because that's not, I mean, that's not their background. They Well, right. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And I would never tell somebody to go off on their own and figure it out because, Again, they might as well just do like a, a pre-recorded workout program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, uh, more power to you. But, you know, Mel and I are all about long-term mm-hmm. results and overall health. And we want you to do that in the safest 
best way possible. I mean, I just can't tell you how many clients I have seen where I've had to work with them for months on correcting issues or form that were developed from exercise. Yep. Yep. From boot camps and yeah. Or like workout videos or um, yes. A lot of, I've done a lot of CrossFit rehab. Um, Yeah. And yeah. It's not saying those exercises, like everybody that does CrossFit needs help. No, it's not that it's inherently bad at all. Um, it's just, it might not be the right thing for you. Right. That's what it boils down to. So anyway, we, we kind of, I think we kind of got a little off track, but we, we snaked our way back. Yeah. (laughs) We finished strong. We finished strong despite our our, like 14,000 technical difficulties today. And oh my gosh, for the love. It's um, definitely a Monday. It is a Monday. So let's <laughs> let's hope tomorrow is a fantastic not Monday. So yeah, maybe it'll be like a Friday. Don't say that. Because, okay, Thursday. Because because <laughs> then I'm gonna be all excited. And it's like it's Friday and it's not. We still have four more days. Okay, Wednesday. That's just sad. I can, can we deal, do Wednesday. I can deal with Wednesday. That'll work. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do Wednesday. Tomorrow's right. Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Everybody, tomorrow is Wednesday. Yep. Works for me. <laughs> All and right. if you're listening to this and tomorrow really is Wednesday, then see, we told you. I know. We're psychic. <laughs> okay. Check you later. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. Or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.